Guys, welcome back. It is Tuesday morning and we are ready with another show. This is going to be action-packed. There's going to be quite a few takeaways for you. Uh, we've got a lot of information around, around social strategy. Uh, it's something you should be focused on for 2019. As you will see, this is not deer. This is Dali. It's like deer, but better. Middle Eastern as well. <laughs> um, Dali is our head of social media at Create Media Group. He knows all things social. Um, he is the brains behind a lot of the operations that we do across uh, multiple accounts that we manage, including some that we actually haven't announced yet, the big one. So we're not going to announce it now. Soon. Soon. We're waiting for contracts Soon. to be signed. Yeah. So Dali, please introduce yourself. Hi, everyone. Um, Dali, I think you said everything already. <laughs> so yeah, what Tom said. All of the things. Yeah. All of the things. Um, so Dali's, uh, myself and Dali sat down yesterday and we spoke about, right, what are the... What are the core things that people need to get right for 2019 when they're starting to plan out their social strategy? So we've got a list of five, five takeaways. Um, we're going to dive in just for a little bit into each one of them. Uh, hopefully you'll learn something. Hopefully you'll find some takeaways from there, uh, something that you can apply to your brand. We are trying to make it focus both on smaller brands if you, if you don't have a budget. And we're also going to give you some options if you do have a budget and you're running a larger, let's say, a corporate marketing department. Um, so we've got both for you. Hey, guys, thanks for tuning in. I uh, see a few people jumping in on, uh, uh, on Instagram Live there. So, Dali, what's the first one you have for us? So I think the first one I want to talk about is social listening. So okay. we'll this is something that has been uh, on the rise for a long time, but people have been using it for reporting, for... Um, seeing how the sentiment is doing around their brand or mm -hmm. finding people who just mentioned their brand and how to reply to them. But I think in 2019, it needs to relate back to content strategy as well. Okay. So we need to see what people are talking about in terms mm. of what they're looking to see from that brand or what mm -hmm. they're looking to see in that industry if you're running a brand and then how we can fill that gap with our content. Okay, so interesting. So, I mean, one of the things that we spoke about off offline as well is around... Um, a lot of people, when they're managing a brand at the moment, mm. if they get tagged, then they might respond. Yeah. Hopefully they should respond. Hopefully you are responding. Um, but there's, there's, there's a whole other step to take. And that's, that's going to differentiate your brand from your competitors in 2019. It's social listening and, and actually engaging in conversations. There's two sides to this. It's engaging in conversations that are happening around the topic of your brand or the brand itself yeah. if you haven't been tagged. And secondly, understanding, as you were saying earlier, around these content gaps. Exactly. So if you're looking within the vertical of your industry, what are people talking about that is not currently being serviced by your content? So if people are speaking about a specific area of nutrition and you're in that game and you don't have an opinion on that, you're not putting any content out about that, but through social listening, you see there's a whole conversation going on around this that's super relevant to, to the sort of the space that you're in. That should direct you for 2019 to yeah. say, right, well, let's make content that fits this conversation, not just around creating content for your brand and then trying to find the people that want to listen, but it's actually listening to them first. The right? other way around. So how, like, how do brands, how would a small brand do that? So there are a lot of tools, actually. So if you don't have any budget for a tool, you can just use TweetDeck. And it's a very simple tool to use. You just set up streams of hashtags, keywords and mentions of your brand. Uh, your community manager or someone who's looking after your brand should be already using this because it's just a great way to put on a screen, see everything that's happening on your Twitter feed, for mm. example. But it's also a great way to identify these content gaps, see what people are talking about in the in the social space. Because so, also put yourself in the user perspective when you're moaning about a brand. Mm. Sometimes you just don't mention the brand. You just yeah. moan about them in the social space yeah. and hope that the, your friends will moan back with you. Yeah. So TweetDeck is definitely a great way for brands who don't have any budget. And Hootsuite something similar? 
uh, Hootsuite, we can set up those the same sort of structure. Yeah, right? so definitely Hootsuite is more advanced because it gives you the analytics. Yeah, it gives you the sentiment analysis. Um, other tools that are similar as well are Sesamos, which okay. is like um, a big tool in the is, industry. Is, is, is there a, there's not a free version of Sysmos though, is there? No. As far as I'm aware. So that, that would so, be yeah. sort of a, a slight, maybe a slightly larger budget yeah. um, brand doing that. But the, the, the concept is the same as you were saying there with TweetDeck or Hootsuite. You set up those those streams, streams and if, if you, it might not make much sense to you unless you actually go on, but it's very quick. You can just go and have a quick look at this now. Mm -hmm. um, go on to either of those platforms and you can set up streams where you, as you said, you can put a keyword, you yeah. can put a hashtag, and then anybody that mentions those, anybody that, that, that uses those words, their conversation will come into that stream. So then you can just slowly monitor as this conversation's coming into the stream, you can monitor what people are saying around that keyword, right? Exactly. Um, so you can really start to understand what people yeah. are saying in your industry. Just find similarities, find what people are looking for when they're searching about your brand or definitely the industry itself. Mm. Uh, there's another tool I think it's worth mentioning because it's here in the Middle East, which is called Crowd Analyzer. Yeah, uh, yeah they've done, they've done for, very well. Yeah, we've been using it for uh, multiple clients actually, which uh, they specialize in um, analyzing the Arabic sentiment, which is something that cool. doesn't exist in the bigger tools. Sure. So they analyze the different dialects of Arabic, mm -hmm. which is something really important for brands here in the Middle well, East. Well, look, it's, I mean, it's, it's critical, especially for larger brands. Yeah. Um, you can't only be speaking to, to, to <laughs> half the community. No. So yeah, that's something really good. Um, but filling the content gaps also takes us to the second point, which is really important, mm. which I think everyone watching has already uh, thought that we're going to talk about this, yeah. which is video content. The video content, and as we said, like it's, it might sound quite generic. You've heard this before, but we can't stress enough how important video content is. I mean, you, you heard an interesting stat from Cisco recently. What was that? So it says that 80% of content that we're going to consume by 2020 is just going to be video. Which is amazing. So Online, that's, that, that's, all, that's all traffic on the internet. All traffic on the internet. 80% 80%. is going to be video. And we've definitely seen that from the shift of Facebook to a more video platform. Mm. Instagram itself has begun as like an inspirational visual platform. Yeah. But is now turning more and more into video, especially on stories, yeah. on, the, on the timeline itself and live video. Yeah, and live video. So it's, I mean, it's, 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 we need to think of video in, in multiple different areas. Vertical video is obviously a space that, that is still growing rapidly. There's a reason why um, Facebook rolled out uh, Facebook stories. LinkedIn are rolling out LinkedIn. YouTube have just rolled out uh, YouTube stories. Um, I mean, I think LinkedIn's gonna be an interesting one, but um, they're also rolling out stories for groups now as well within mm. Facebook. So the, the, the reason being is because the data is telling the major platforms and you have to understand if they do something, they generally do something based on a large amount of information that the rest of us don't generally generally have. Um, so they're looking at the data points, they can see very clearly that vertical video is still massively on the rise. I mean, Instagram is going from strength to strength. So as a, as a smaller brand or even as a larger brand, you need to understand how are you creating content specifically for vertical. It's something that we do specialize in and we do a lot of it for brands. Uh, we start to do more and more for the likes of Emirates Airline um, who are really starting, really focusing on this space as rather than just traditionally making more TVC type work, a lot of the brands that we work with now understand that they have to invest real money in content that's only going to be visible for 24 hours on on vertical video and yeah. um, obviously we're trying to push as much of that good content into highlights on instagram but but the, with the rest of the platforms it's still there for just 24 hours yeah. um so look very very interesting um, and also like adapting your content into stories is good but also think vertical think how to serve people vertical content specifically on stories it's built for stories. Yeah. We've seen a lot of brands do that in 2018 and it's definitely gonna rise in 2019. 
we've seen Netflix run uh, a lot of storytelling on stories, mm -hmm. just content that's shot specifically for that type of um, that type of platform, which is something all the brands should be looking at. Well, and what? I mean, just the, the the cost to entry is just so low now for yeah. creating high quality video content. I mean, you can buy. I mean, look, you can just use your phone. Um, the, I mean, the the latest phones have incredible um, uh, cameras and stuff on the cameras and the like on them. The apps that you that you can readily download onto your phone, um, simple professional cameras that you can use, uh, simple setups. You could, there's, there's absolutely no excuse to not be creating high quality content, video content around your brand uh, in 2019. It's something that everybody needs to either start or double down on. It's, it's going to be absolutely critical to communicating whatever it is that you need to communicate to your target market in order to build your brand. Yeah. One more thing I would like to add is try to add value with your content. So it's not just about shouting about your brand or shouting mm. about what you'd like to say to people. But it, it goes back to the first point, which is identifying these gaps, what the con what the audience is looking for to see yeah. and serving that right content to them. Yeah. Because now with the new algorithm, um, Facebook and Instagram are definitely prioritizing family and friends over brands. Sure. So in order to stand out among that very competitive crowd and it's definitely very, more important for look, you. It's, like very as difficult. A usage. it's very difficult for a brand to compete with family and friends exactly. in someone's newsfeed. But that's what we're doing. Yeah. So unless you're actually serving real value to the audience, yeah. unless you're actually catering to their needs, you're just going to yeah. disappear. It's so true. The, 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 you know, the, the old thought process of, an, of just a basic image and a copy and copy and, and just not really adding value to people's lives through content in one way or another, whether it be inspirational, whether it be educational um, or utility. If you're not adding value in one space or another quickly, especially in 2019, you're just going to get suppressed with it, with the new algorithm yeah. um, and you just your content's not going to be engaged with and therefore over time it's going to die. So it's really important in at no other time have we have we been in direct competition with family and friends as a brand to compete in someone's newsfeed. So as they're scrolling, you need to be able to stop them, grab their attention, um, and, but just think about that. Think about how you're creating the video content. What's happening in the first two seconds to make them stop? What is that thumb stopper? Yeah, I have to think about that in terms of, uh, in terms of process. Yeah. Um, What's next, Dali? Yeah, so one more thing we've seen definitely in 2018 is that conversations are moving into private. Yes, so that's people true. Are sharing less and less on the news feeds mm -hmm. and sharing more and more into private messaging apps. Yeah, there's some good data so on that. WhatsApp groups, messenger groups, all of these apps have just been rising and rising in 2018. Mm. And we're definitely going to see the same in 2019. Which is difficult for marketers to deal with this dark social because you don't know what's being screenshotted and sent to, yeah. uh, sent to a private WhatsApp group. So it's very difficult to see like, in terms of what your true reach is for your content. Because if it's, if it's a great piece of work, it might have just been shared straight through to a WhatsApp yeah. group and it can be shared and shared and shared again. And you're not actually going to see um, any of those metrics. So it's quite difficult to track. It's quite difficult to track, but also when I see a screenshot of our content being shared in a WhatsApp conversation, mm. someone has shared it with me or anything. Mm. I, I take that as like a higher quality than just For to sure. share on Facebook. I don't know. Because I... someone has taken the effort to take the screenshot and send it to their friends, yeah. which is something really important that we need to look at. So how can we utilize the messaging apps in 2019? Yeah. So for example, uh, WhatsApp is rolling out now the business profiles for brands. Mm. And I've seen brands in the Middle East already adapting that, yep. uh, adopting that. So uh, Karim and mm -hmm. Noon, for example, both have customer service channels on WhatsApp. Yeah. So instead of just emailing them or calling them, which is something all of us, especially millennials and Gen Z, definitely don't want to do anymore, they just What's up? Then? Look, it's it's critical that and and really doubling down as a as small or medium or larger brands really doubling down on your Facebook Messenger game. 
Yes. Uh, I'm really offering real customer service. I mean, it was interesting. Jem uh, was trying to buy something for the for the company yesterday, uh, just a, a random store from mm. the from the mall. Hit them up on Facebook uh, Facebook Messenger and straight back. This is how many items we have in stock in this store at this location. You can. This is the cost. All of the information was 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 readily available. We didn't have to go searching online. Yeah. We didn't have to make any phone calls. Everything was there just from a quick uh, quick message on Facebook Messenger. That. It's 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 that sort of behavior that's really going to differentiate brands when somebody wants to buy something or they're inquiring. That's that's a warm or a hot lead. That's that's a sale ready to be made right there. Whether it's a professional services that you're offering or whether it's product. So if you can double down on your WhatsApp game and your Facebook Messenger game and really focus in that space, you will differentiate yourself from uh, from from your competition in yeah. 2019. Definitely affects brand affinity as well. Yeah. It's a story to tell to your friends. Because like the thing is, at the moment, it's still 99% is still between friends. So yeah. when a brand does come into that space and operates well, you feel a lot more of a personal relationship. I mean, we even spoke about this yesterday, myself and Jen. The fact that that brand is, is engaging in such a human way that's just so simple. We, it was literally like we were chatting to a friend that was in the shop just checking the items exactly, for us. Yeah. So because, that, because of that sort of that, that engagement and in, in that interaction, and we still see those channels as primarily friends and family, it automatically, as you said, builds that brand affinity. Exactly. So we also need to think about Facebook Messenger. So mm. going beyond customer service, how we can actually make a campaign around Facebook Messenger. So pushing people to a chatbot through your website to go to Facebook Messenger, or maybe running a competition through Facebook Messenger. Mm -hmm. uh, Coca-Cola have done that this summer by a competition, which you just take a photo of your Coca-Cola and share it with them. Yeah. Uh, here in the Middle East, Masafi have actually run a competition around that as well, mm. where they printed QR codes. Uh, I think it's Masafi or Elaine, can't remember. Okay. Sorry for the brand. But uh, yeah, they printed QR codes on, on the bottles. Yeah. And you just share it with them via Messenger. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you hit the right QR code, you just win a, win a prize. Nice. It's as simple as that. Nice. Just simple activations. Yeah. So what's next? What's next for Stali? So talking about private conversations mm. and how uh, word of mouth is starting to be more and more important mm -hmm. in 2018. Mm -hmm. I feel like marketing has taken a full 360 and now we're back to our simplest form of communication, just recommendations from friends. Yeah. Just the word of mouth is the most, is the strongest yeah. uh, communication tool right now. So mm -hmm. I think we need to utilize that by using actual friends who we call micro influencers. Sure. So people are now more and more trusting of micro influencers over big celebrities. Yeah, I mean, look, it's, sorry, Tom. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, the whole influencer conversation could be, I mean, it's, it's a deep one and we know that. We've been, we've been here before, we've had this conversation, um, but it's, no, what you're saying is 100% is, is correct. In, especially as we were saying earlier, especially in 2018, the damage that's been made in the digital space from, Cambridge Analytica yeah. to um, just just data breach after data breach after data breach. Yeah. The the people are really losing, um, I suppose, a bit of faith. Mm. Uh, losing losing certainly um, faith. Yeah, I suppose faith in in the security of the platforms yeah. that we're using, and we're, we're putting so much data on there. We're putting so much information on there, uh, and people are really getting hurt time and time again. Whether it's you personally, or it's whether you're seeing you know another headline to say you know. 500 million people's data has been ripped from this company or that company. So you know, people are in that space of like, I'm just really sort of losing faith with that game. Yeah. So, so you're very much right. Um, when we start talking about uh, micro-influencers and we start talking about uh, real word of mouth and that, that sort of that, the, the level of engagement that you have with that, the, the level of uh, the sort of 
It's a word I'm looking for. The trust that you have with the uh, with, with with friends and family, with that with that word of mouth, the the micro influencers, and, and that it's just a lot more powerful. Though. Yeah, and your trust in friends will never go away. Mm. So we need to utilize that by using these micro influencers. So maybe in your next campaign, instead of spending this big budget on one or two influencers, maybe split it across ten micro influencers. Yeah, uh, the reach maybe not. Uh, gonna reach the that of a big influencer mm. but the quality of the engagement itself for me i think it's it's more authentic because yeah. when someone recommends something for me as a friend on instagram this is like real this is a real conversation yeah. between me and my friend but you but also i mean if we talk about sort of the micro versus the macro influencers mm. with the macro influencers we see them week in week out this product this product this product exactly. this product you know that they're doing this because they're being paid for it yeah so you start to really lose um lose faith in what they're doing as well exactly. when you start to relate that through to a micro influencer that's very much in this vertical it could be um whatever it might be let's say running i'm interested in that right yeah. so someone that and you can see on the channel all they do all day long is that they i mean they're fully involved just in running so they might have a much smaller um, account with with generally I mean to be honest engagement can still be as much or higher yeah. um, but a much smaller account but very very focused and very specialized in terms of um, what they do now if they recommend something mm. and they're using it and I can see that and it fits with their lifestyle I think wow okay well that guy knows more than I do about running he's using this product he's saying it's very good he's giving the reasons why okay exactly. that's a real relevant recommendation to me but if somebody was you said was we saying like with a, a macro influencer with you know, half a million followers. It's just one product after the next product. Yeah. I look at that and I just think, well, how much have you been paid to say that this time? Exactly. You know? yeah. So it's, we lose faith with that. But uh, definitely there are some micro influencers and big celebrities out there that are just doing content really well, mm. catering to their audience. Yeah. And that's why people still trust them. Um, like The Rock. Exactly. I love The Rock <laughs> on Instagram. If you're not yeah. following The Rock on Instagram, yeah. you need to go and follow The Rock on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> um, guys, thank you very much for tuning in. Um, I hope you had some takeaways from that. Jen's going to put a few show notes in underneath, uh, a few points that we've referenced, so hopefully you can take from that as well. Have a great Tuesday, and uh, we won't be back next week because it's almost Christmas. We're all off on holidays, uh, but we will be back after Christmas, so uh, just cruising into the new year. Guys, thank you very much. Have a great day. Thanks for tuning in. Bye-bye.